0: Oh. Hey, Michael, give me a beat. Mike, yeah. Sticks, homie, ate the kid's home. Think what's now? Swear the kid grown. Fly Come in fly mode, take a seat, stupid. You see the sign on. Sorry, doc, it took a long time. Been on tour with Snoop. I was on my grind. Missed a couple calls. Hollywood and all take a Got me feeling like Hove. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> so I hit the booth for the caffeine show. Smooth D, Holly, get at me, though. AQ, hey, nice, running like an athlete, bro. Cook, cook, cold, man. That's what I be. And so be Porsche. Cook, cook, cold, man. Pockets like Big Shirley. That's Martin Mike. Hurt Cook, cook, cold, man. Bars be cold. I could drive Mike Murphy. Your caffeine morning show. We the best out. There you go. In your mouth, money running like water never drop. Prepare the royal baggage, can't be out. Cars never gonna lease a game be out. Hurry up and buy old oh, dog it out. Damn, Blah. Hey, Stixie, can't be serious. I'm about to service a shade for five. I'm living this Warren buffet life. See, I get this wealth. My name is Money Cocksucker. Introduce yourself. Your last name ain't Benjamin. I don't need your help. If you ever block my money, just shoot yourself damn I thought I told you before this caffeine morning show let's go yo yeah. yo doc I told you I got this thing right here dog this caffeine morning show smooth B, Q nice push, what up you know what I'm saying this is how we you know what See, I flip the bars like a pie Move a 100 keys out overnight That mean 100 raps in 24 I can sell it for seventeen five. That's real work across seas If rap don't work, I move these Too metaphoric, then please Like switch beats, I push keys Don't forget I'm from Watsi, I deliver No DiGiorno, no porno. No. Goodbye December, Portia will tell all the girls he fine But he merry-go-figure Just still jumping his DM anyway Because he... No, I'm just playing... <laughs> You, I got you This how we do Caffeine
1: Morning Show AM Caffeine Morning Shows in the damn building AM Caffeine Shows your boy DOC Yep Smoke D in the ones and twos Yes sir, yes sir My official, unofficial DJ DJ uh, Young Free in the building In the building, good morning No Portia Coleman But that's okay I have somebody that's so way cuter than Portia today Dude, don't even trip. Don't you see <laughs> uh, Portia so, you know,
2: gorgeous
1: See, alright So, um, you know on Wednesday We like to dedicate and designate Wednesdays For uh, special interviews and folks that I may be a fan of Um That I respect We've had legendary Legendary Artists that have uh, sat with us on Wednesday And we've got the opportunity to get to know them that much better The guests that I have today, let me tell you, man um, The cool thing about being in, in radio Is that you get the opportunity To meet, interact with folks that you were a fan of And how things can come Full circle I can remember Like Watching BET And This video I thought was just so It was simple But it was so Dope just the energy And I loved the dancing in it And I could remember always like Trying to capture when the video came on Because I would try to mimic The dance routine that was going on in the street and fast forward to now, one of the uh, females that's in that group is such a a huge uh, influencer here in Los Angeles, and does these fantastic events that when you go, you just feel the music is just so great indeed and it doesn't feel like the stuffy whack-ass hollywood like even if there are celebrities there no one's acting like that everybody's just going just to have a great time and the person that put that you know it makes sense that the events are the way that they are when you look at the history and all the things that Monica Payne has done up until 2017 2018 and we're going to get into just some of the fly stuff that she's done that maybe people don't really know about know about her background because they just experience her club you come into her world in, in, in the club but not knowing that there's such a history before that. They don't know about the pedigree. They don't know about the pedigree. <laughs> the one and only Monica Payne in the damn building oh. today. Hey. 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 Wow. Monica Payne. Let me tell <laughs> Thank you, Monica. You
3: First of all, that was awesome.
1: The girls' video. Jam. 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 What? <laughs> You was don't. my ish. I would run to the TV when that video came on. The energy and I just love like the dancing was just so dope. Yeah. Yeah.
2: We had the hottest dances.
1: Back you then. absolutely did. Was Cliff Love in that video? Was that the light skin? That wasn't yeah. Cliff Love, was, was it?
2: Now Cliff is like like my one of my brothers. I think he is. In that I think video. he's in the
1: video. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep.
2: And Henry. I- uh, Henry
1: is still was one of my favorite dancers even to this day. He was yeah. in Michael Jackson. Remember the time he danced yeah. with everybody.
2: A lot of those dancers went on to like become great choreographers and to dance with a lot of superstars. But yeah, I mean we were part of something super. Great. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> so it's it. When you look back, does it feel? Does it seem like so long ago to you? hmm It
2: does. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it feels like it just really flew by. Right. You know, and to look at all of it in retrospect, it's that I was a part of something so cool. Like, the girls, we are the official, which will go down in history, we are the first new Jill swing group.
1: Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Right. Wow. Absolutely.
2: We, yeah. Re- we recorded with Teddy Riley when he was in the St. Nick's projects. We recorded our first song, Wishing You Were Here, in his living room, in the projects. I remember when he and Eddie Ev got their first M3s. I remember when Ted got his first mink coat. <laughs> <laughs> right, wow.
1: right, right. You
2: know, because he was from Harlem. Right, so, right. right. You know, he, he had to be time. fly. Yeah. He, he had to stay had fly. Clean.
1: Right, because right.
2: They was super clean, but... You know, I came out of the the Uptown era, so with uh, you know, Heavy D. Heavy D is the one who discovered me, and um, Al Be Sure, Cal West, Guy, uh, Jodeci. This is like second tier. Jodeci, Mary J. Blige. Like, so when when I first landed, I remember arriving at Uptown, coming from South Carolina, and
1: so originally from South Carolina.
2: That's where South I'm originally. From.
1: And what brings you to New York?
2: Uh, I graduated high school. I had, you know, I, I, well, this is something you definitely don't know, but I started out as an MC. I was a B girl first. Oh, we oh. might be well. We may have oh, to throw on oh. a beat later. Come on, no,
1: Monica, So you started out, uh, what was your MC name? Monty Love. My- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you started out as an MC and felt that New York was a place for you to be?
2: Yeah, and, and have heard me. Rhyme And I was probably about 15, 16 years old. And I used to be at the skating rinks all the time, like, breaking, popping, locking, rapping. And uh, so everybody knew me and from my town and have heard me rapping. He was like, yo, when you graduate high school, you, you need to come to New York. And he introduced me to Andre Harrell, and they got me a bus ticket, me and my homegirl, Tara, who is the light eyes and right, the girls? Right. And um,
1: So she was from South
2: Carolina, South Carolina as
1: well. She, yeah. Uhhuh. So what, we
2: got on a bus.
1: What part of South Carolina?
2: Columbia, the capital. Okay. Dope. Yep. We got on, I graduated that afternoon and midnight I was on a bus and I was headed
1: wow. to
4: New York. Wow.
2: Somewhere. And I arrived at Uptown, which was Andre's house in Brooklyn. And just imagine, like Run DMC was there, LL Cool J, Russell.
1: But it was his actual residence. It was actually yeah. his house.
2: And it was also uptown, so it was just you know that because it, those were the early days when it had first started. Started right, you know, right. Um, so you know, I just walked into just a dream, really. Wow. Yeah.
1: So how from from your initial touchdown? At Uptown Records, Andre's crib. Mm-hmm. What's the? How long is the process till like? Okay, you know what? We're actually a group now. We're recording. We're about to put something out. How long was that? That journey until that actual? You know, you actually was like a recording artist.
2: Yeah. Um. I got that. I got the deal probably within the year that I, I was there. Andre was like, "Look, you know, if you all are gonna be recording artists, you need to be able to write your own songs." Right. So he sent us to Kyle House, and he was like, you know, go to Money Earning Mount Vernon and let me see what you come back with. And then he introduced us. To, he was like, I, I got this little girl, Terry Robinson. She's from Harlem, from Uptown. She can sing. And we got together. We went to Kyle's house and we stayed there for like three weeks and we wrote an entire album, which is the album you heard. Wow. And we came back and everybody was like, whoa. I We didn't know we were writers like that. Like but, that. We, but we were forced... Into doing it, so right. you know we were all talented, and we wrote that entire album, arranged it vocally, did all the harmonies, backgrounds, everything, and um, and it's a classic piece of um, of art. Today, people are online trying to get it for a hundred, two hundred, three hundred dollars. Right. You know? But um, yeah. So after that, we got signed, and then within less than a year, I was I was. Uh, at the Carolina Coliseum in my hometown, performing.
1: Well, how crazy is that?
3: Yeah,
1: that was pretty crazy. So you come back to the, you come back to your hometown, and so that tour, who was on that tour that you were a part of it? That went, when it comes back to your city,
2: Bobby Brown. Uh, I'll be
1: sure A new edition. It was called The Heartbreak ha- the Tour The Heartbreak Tour You were yeah. on the
2: Come on <laughs> The biggest tour come In the country Come on Absolute I,
1: I, I was living a dream Wow Yeah AM Caffeine show Monica Payne's in the building Smoothie Came D. in the building Dropping just- Damn what? Part of the Heartbreak Tour Are you serious Feeling Alright so Smoothie, Here's what we're gonna do Let's go into a mix Real real quick Come right back There's so much more That we have to talk To Monica about and she has a new, she started a new club in L.A. that we have to speak about. Fever, correct?
3: That's
1: correct. So we're going to talk about that. It's the AM Caffeine Show. And if you come to L.A. and you don't know about cherry popping, you might as well go back to LAX and take your ass back to South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> AM Caffeine Show. Smooth D on the ones and two. Let it go, Smooth D. It's time for the AM Cafe Morning Show. and stuff, backyards with swimming pools, bars with
4: in my eyes I know I had to hold you And make you mine Don't want to control you Just have a good time In ecstasy When you're laying out next to me Oh, no, no Ecstasy, yeah When you're laying next to me
1: caffeine show smooth D in the smooth one to two D. you did that smooth D. you this did that oh boy. he tried to show you trying to show out because monica's he you trying smooth. to get a, <laughs> he trying to get a dj gig at one of your <laughs> one of your events look i live for the dj uh i live for the dj i, I, hey, I smooth, am right with you yes dj
3: smooth
2: is one of them ones
1: yeah, yeah AM, am caffeine yeah. show monica Payne in the damn in the building binning. so we left off uh Huge tour that you're a part of. Wow. That was and, That was huge, dude. I remember going to that tour. I mean that was like the that was the biggest tour. That was the biggest tour. Of all time. Right. Even when you show the new edition movie <laughs> yeah, was yeah, there yeah, was yeah. that tour, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. Um so Monica, how long do the girls yeah. last before it becomes Monica and Terry?
2: Um, well we actually broke up right after that tour
1: and, and what was what was the reasoning
2: <sighs> the crazy thing is you know just people and we we're, we were young and people in our ears
1: right right and
2: th- that's the best way that I could really just say what it was right you know just too young 17 years old you know we didn't know anything about about the business. And um, we were just doing what we love to do. Just people in our ears. Okay. And we split. And um, we, I, Taryn and I moved to Philly. And we moved there for a year. We came back, have called. And he was like, what are you doing? You, you guys have fans. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, and... And then Tara was like, "I don't really like being up there. I really don't like being on the stage. Uh-huh. I'm uncomfortable." Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And but she always had a good business sense as a young person. Uh-huh. And um, so we thought about it. We came back and we decided to call. At first, we were calling ourselves Sister S Y S T A. Okay. And then uh, Devontae had a group that uh, Missy that was Missy there. was a
1: part of. Right. Okay. Right.
2: And. Um, so it was a battle. We all kept going back and forth. We thought of the name first. We said, you know, it was just this whole thing. So we ended up calling ourselves Terry and Monica, our uh-huh. names, and then we named the album Sister.
1: Oh, okay, got you right.
2: And then Tara was still a writer. We wrote. We we're known in the industry as writers. As writers. So Tara was a big part of you know. She was still a part, part of us. Of, right. She just didn't want to be up in the cameras and stuff. Right.
1: You know? So that album still does. That album come out on Uptown as well
2: yeah that's on the epic imprint
1: that's on epic mm-hmm. and how many projects are released through epic two two
2: mm-hmm. sister and sugar
1: okay so not what the second release what year are we talking
2: mm, from the second what do you mean the on second the, album the second on album? epic like i think that was probably like 96
1: okay um. So ninety six, and then you guys were also on the soundtrack of the uh, Poetic Justice right, soundtrack, right? You were that here. was I mean, that like, was.
2: Yeah, was I Wishing you were here. No, uh, I've been waiting. Uh, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So that
1: was during that time period. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So after that, what happens after? So you don't release another album. So mm-hmm. w- was it? We right. don't want to do this anymore. You don't want to perform anymore. No. Like, what was the mindset Like, from doing it for so long and right. being so young?
2: Well, I it, it was in all of us, but you know, Terry at that time she had a couple hits on the radio. She wrote most of the total hits, like Can't You See? She had written Candy Rain, and they really? were and so they had just went through the roof, right? You know? And then she got pregnant, okay. And um, her and Anthony Hamilton had a baby, okay, and Tristan. And then she was just like, you know what? I think I just want to be a mom. I'm like, a PM, you just want to be a mom? We're not done.
3: Right. Like, <laughs> like, we're not done. Like,
2: we're, we just kind of getting started, you know, in my mind. Right. I, you know, th- I just wanted to keep going. And I felt a little displaced uh-huh. and lost. And um, then I started working on a solo project, which got picked up by DreamWorks. And uh, I came out to L.A.
1: So is Nine that so? Four, does is that what brings you to LA originally, or no,
2: no? No, no. I was back and forth. I was just coming out here to record, and then DreamWorks kind of folded.
1: Yeah. So at the time, uh, who, who was that? Under was that like John McClain?
2: That was yeah. Lenny Lenny Warnica.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah, and I had like I recorded like a I wrote like more of like an alternative, like a little left of center, but even in In R&B, Terry and I were always left of center. We were to R&B like maybe what Tribe Called Quest was to hip-hop. Hip-hop, uh-huh. You know, we were always just a little to the left. Right. You know, we would always pick hip-hop, you know, infused beats or songs. You know, like we work with Graham Poobah. We, you know. Right, right. And I was a hip-hop head, uh-huh. you know, so I was loving it. But um, So I did, like, an alternative album, and then DreamWorks kind of went under. And this is now, it's about 2000. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went through a big change. Music started changing. And then, I'll be honest with you, I went through my first kind of heartbreak. Okay. You know? And that heartbreak kind of took me under, like, you know, for a minute. Mm-hmm. First time I'd ever felt that before, right, right. you know. And, um, and then I just kind of got lost for a minute, you know. And then once I got myself together, I decided my industry started moving to L.A.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I was like, you know what, I want to take a chance and just... I had no idea what I was coming out here for, to tell you the truth. I really didn't. I just... I knew I was just feeling like a robot. I wasn't feeling alive, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And... Um, so I just, uh, I came out here. I shipped my car. I came out here with maybe three pieces of luggage, and I just showed up. I didn't really know a lot of people I was going to
1: say, did you have any relationships with friends Light, or anything like M- that?
2: M- MC Light was one, because I met Light back in New York, you know, when we were kids. I met Light going to the Latin Quarters, which Latin Quarters was the place to be. African Bombado would be in there. The IOU dancers, like MC Surge. You know, Milk and Giz, and I met her that summer that Milk is chilling, Giz is chilling. What, what more can, can I say, to Top
1: Billy? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely.
2: Right, I met I met her with the door knocker earrings, Right, asymmetrical. Y-
1: yes, her hair. And Light is definitely, is one of my favorite people. Love yeah. that lady to death.
2: And, and so she was assisted to me, you know, I Dull. reached out, I let her know, and so she was like, okay, you got this amount of time. <laughs> right, know? right,
1: get, figure it out, <laughs> right, yeah. figure right, it right. out.
2: And I'm one of those people, I'm gonna figure it out, right. you know, so, you know, I got acclimated and got into, like, the night scene, just to make a, a long story short, I met DJ Rashida okay. and Shelly Oto, and then DJ, uh, Rashida started spinning for Prince, and then that's how I met Prince, and because of Prince, that's when my love and passion for creating nightlife in Los Angeles started. Because he is the one who sat us all down and encouraged us to push the culture forward.
1: So hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> break, right, let's break that down because I I need to I need you need to paint the scene. So you so you're sitting down and you have a conversation with Prince. Like he's he's talking. It's not Morris Code. No. It's not. It's him talking.
2: At the Beverly Hills Hotel in a cabana, it's me, Rashida, this other young lady, DJ Isa at the time, Shelly and we're at a long table in this, like, amazing food spread and good wine, and Prince's dip to the nine. Right smelling like good good money (laughs) like an
3: exotic flower
2: that i had never smelled before and um he just took to us he really just liked all of us and um and i remember the one thing that sticks out in my mind about that first night is that prince said um do you like what you're eating <laughs> and I was like this is really good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and he said well you know you could eat like this every night.
3: Wow.
1: And
2: what but from that conversation what he was encouraging us to do was to will the lives that we wanted to have. Mhm. Mm-hmm.
1: You know. Speak it into existence. Correct. Mm-hmm. And
2: he was saying and you know he was always prince. Even as a child in his mind he was who he is. Right. And so you know that went into. He knew all of our backgrounds and the female DJs, and he knew my background. And then Shelley was in the uh, dance community, and he said, "You ladies could really take this city over." Mm-hmm. And and he was like, "Create the world you want to live in, and push the culture forward." And we thought about it, and next thing you know, we came up with the name, the Honey the collective. collective, right? And we started at Guys. And everybody was there from Andre Harrell to a Fab Five Freddy to Busta Rhymes to Too Short and Prince. And Prince would show up and he called himself our mascot. Right. That's
1: wow. In, that's wow. in writing. Right.
2: That's in writing, him saying that. And uh, he would always come in a beautiful suit and he would just be there, a part of the vibe. Right. You know, and then that's when it started. For me, in Absol- terms of creating
1: curating. that, mm-hmm. right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, and I remember guys like, and you not everybody could just get into to guys, but I remember always hearing about hearing about that. Mm-hmm. So now, what year is that? That's two thousand. That is oh six. 06. Mm hmm. So at that point, now that you're starting to create nightlife and and. Are you, in your mind, done with trying to even pursue any type of being an artist? So now this becomes your new, yeah. this is your new stage, basically. Yeah. So you were done with, you had yeah. all that out of your system and weren't really trying to do that anymore? or
2: Correct. Yeah, because, you know, the sound of music was changing so much. And I didn't know my place in it anymore. I didn't want try to try to write something for a format, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and and music really changed, but I love music. I am music. I mean, if you, when you come to Cherry Pop, and I'm always in one place, and I'm 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 a part of it. I I, I love the DJ. Right. You know, I, music is so powerful. It, it can turn a, a bad day into a better day. Yes. You know, it can. It it it. it there's so many beautiful messages in in music. It's up, I just, everything about it. So. Um, I was loving this, and I was loving looking around and seeing people come. to I mean, people have met and gotten married through the, the events that I've done. Right. And, um, uh, people have gotten record deals, you know, major things, major deals. And, but most importantly, people had a good time. Right. And I was getting high off of that. Right. That was making me feel like what I had been missing. Like, your, pur- like your
1: purpose. Right, uh-huh, right, uh-huh. right. Uh-huh.
2: And, um, but I always knew, well, I didn't always know, but during that time I, I started saying, you know, I have so much to give because as an artist, from a writer, a singer, a songwriter, I've toured, I have so much to give younger artists. Right. And so I knew I wanted to move behind the scenes in some way and helping artists, whether it was development or management. And then I started, I let one of my uh, friends who became a mentor, Jeff Burroughs, who ran Bad Boy, and worked uh, head of marketing with Clive Davis, I let him know what I was up to, and he offered me my first job uh, with Babyface. Okay. And uh, so I started with uh, Jeff Burroughs and Babyface, and that's where I met the beautiful Miss V. Bozeman.
1: Oh, that's where that v. comes
2: V. Bozeman. Okay.
1: And when you met V. Bozeman, you met her, so she was doing her artist thing? Yes. Um, and... What, what was it that you saw in her that made you, you know, that you gravitated to her and wanted to work with her to the capacity that you're working with her yeah. now?
2: Yeah. You, the interesting thing is that V is the one who approached me to manage her. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't, you know, I had been thinking about it, but I wasn't managing anyone at the time. But I was doing artist development, and I was working with another young artist and traveling with her that, that was signed to, to face. And, but what I saw in V, she was in a group and really what I saw was I really saw real talent and I saw a drive, you know, um, people think it's way more than just being talented in this industry. You gotta, it's a lot of work. Yes. It really is. And I would see her wake up. I'd watch her change her diet. I'd watch her run, you know, she stay on track with running the Canyon and her workout and her vocal lessons and she was always on point mm-hmm. and i mean just focused and she was passionate um you know and she she asked me to manage her and i've been with her ever that since since. wow yeah mhm
1: um and if you guys are not familiar with V Bozeman, i i would i would say if you if you watch empire mhm and I would probably say, was, was she on it from the first season? She, was, yeah, first she
2: opened up. She opened up. With yeah. that song, uh, What Is Love.
1: The beautiful <laughs> chocolate sister, ball head that you just, she looks like nobody else. So you know I who see. she is once you see her. Yeah. That is V. Bozeman. That
2: is.
1: And um, how has the empire being a part of that, how has that helped um Push her, move her career forward? Like, how, what, yeah, what has that done for you guys?
2: Well, just the exposure. I mean, you know, Empire is a hit series and it was an explosion when it first came out, and V was the first face and voice you saw. She opened that first episode.
1: How'd you make that happen,
2: Monica? It wasn't... That was God making
1: it happen. That's right. Amen. Amen. I know that's right. Wow. I know that's right.
2: <laughs> I, I, I would love to sit here and Take that credit. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: you know. but,
2: but Timberland at the time was uh, the music... Uh,
1: the supervisor. Correct. Yeah.
2: And he was working with V. And let me say, this is how God truly works. He was working with V at the time, and and then he told uh, Lee Daniels about V. And at the time, this the role that she w- ended up grabbing, it actually was written for three girls. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then we had this video that we had been sitting on, a, a, a song that she did with CeeLo Green. Right. Called Race Jones, and it was a powerful piece of art. And we were sitting on it, waiting for the right time to execute it. And... We decided, you know, Lee needs to see this. When he saw it, he called me immediately. And that three-girl, you know, group. Right. Well, it
1: just became Vemos. one. Yeah. right. And right. then she
2: got a reoccurring role. You know, he was like, I've got to have her. And then What Is Love was just a 30-second 30, thirty second snippet of a song. And uh, and then Max and I, Max and I manage V. So I brought Max Goose is, is an executive veteran in the industry. Um, for many years, and responsible for a lot of talent. Yeah, in the game, and
1: I remember Max just like when B two K, And all that with David McPherson. I, I remember, yes, yeah, yes. yeah.
2: And so I brought him on on board because I knew V was so big and so talented. Um, I was like, I'm gonna need someone to cover me as well to right. make sure that she's being pushed and going where she needs to go. Right, you know. And um, so Max and I, you know, fought for it to be a full song. And we recorded the record, you know, V recorded the record. We spent our own money and shot a video for it. And nobody wanted to support it. And today it's one of the most downloaded uh, songs on Empire. And it's got over 50 million views on on YouTube. And it took us all over the world. Right. It allowed V... All of you know to get those stamps on that passport. Right,
1: right, right. So
2: that's what it did, you know, for V. That's what it did for for the team. It opened up a world, you know, for her to travel and tour and make money and be known. You know, it was a it was huge.
1: Um. So outside, are you managing other artists, or is the concentration just on V?
2: Well, my focus for so many years has been V. We're, we're so close, you know. um... But now, uh, Max and I, I'm a part of a company called Artistry Worldwide. Okay. And we, it's, you know, it's music, television, film, and influencers. Um, But I'm really very close, like, I'm one-on-one with V, like, day-to-day. Right. But we do have other clients, you know, that I do work with and, like, developing. And I'm working with a new artist right now, uh, with uh, Jeff Burroughs artist, who is signed to Rise Management. Her name is Quinn, and she is super fly, super dope, young sister, writes all of her stuff, and she has a serious vibe, and she calls her music Fantasy Soul, Mm. and she's dope. Uh So I work with her as well here in Los Angeles. So, yeah, I mean, you know. I don't. I'm not a person that really wants to. I'm not this manager that's like, "Oh, you've got talent. Let me." Ma-. I have no interest. <laughs> I'm not fishing. Right. I'm not out. You know, some people are lurking. I don't. That's not my. That's not even my vibe. Even when you see me at cherry pies, yeah, I pretty yeah. much stay in one place. Right. It has to really hit me mm-hmm. because being a manager is a very serious position who, to hold.
1: Who are you talent?
2: And being an artist, I know. I know on the other side what mm-hmm. is required right and and what I what I wanted, you know, so that's a serious position and i I don't really have a desire to be managing five, six, seven it's too much it's right? too, much. It's too yes, much yes, and
1: you can't be everything for everyone <laughs> no. when you have you you'll spread yourself too thin too and them. someone will be losing on something that's right. Um, Mm -hmm.
2: so I respect the position in in that way. Right. Mm -hmm.
1: All right. So I know V has some cool things coming up, correct? Yes, she does. And we're going to try to get her on here on AM Cafe Show as well, Smooth D. Um, so she has a video, a serious piece you're talk. You want to release that sometime soon, correct? October, November. Yeah. What's the...
2: I don't want to give too much of it away because right. when when V comes on and and talks to you guys about it, it will. It's it's supposed to come out on October 11th, and um, it's just, you know, there's a lot going on in the world.
3: Yes,
4: indeed, yeah.
2: And this is a seven-minute like short film. It's a it's an amazing piece, and it and it was uh, directed and produced by. Uh, Gerald and, and Chris and these brothers—they did the Jay Z 444, uh, the mm-hmm. the visual, you know, the videos—and right. they are just amazing. And they're the ones who produced this and directed this. Okay, and it's powerful. That's about all that I can,
1: you can give say away. Okay, so we'll wait. About we'll, it. We'll, we'll wait. We'll let them wait. Let them wait. Let them wait. <laughs> 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 yeah, so. because
2: v will come on and 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 talk about. Uh,
1: talk about it because then by then it'll be it'll be out right mm-hmm. uh, so we have that coming up now you're about to be a part of the revolt music conference correct I am so let's talk about that so you're on a panel um, and how full circle is that to be doing revolt with Andre Harrell who kind of brought you know who who was there at like the beginning of your career for you to be a part of that now isn't that isn't that, doesn't that get kind of, like, doesn't that trip you out when you think, of like, whoa, that's kind of crazy.
2: That's really dope, right? Like, when Andre called me, and he was like, Monica Payne, he was like, so, I want you, I'm going to send you to Miami. I want you to speak on the panel at the Revolt Music Conference. I, that was a big honor for me to get that, because Andre really means a lot to me, you know, to so many of us. He and Hev changed my life. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the life that I have, everything that I've gone through, by the grace of God, first and foremost. But opened that door, gave me a shot. You know, so I'm out. There's just nothing but respect for Andre Harrell, and he is loved by so many. So to get that call to come and speak. That's a big deal for me.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. So what is that panel? What You're speaking on what panel? It's
2: the manager's panel. Nice. And the topic is uh, turning star power into brand power.
1: Wow. Mm -hmm. Super cool. So the Revolt Music Conference, and that takes place when? I know it's in Miami. What's the date?
2: October 12th through the 15th. Oh, that's coming up. It's coming up. Yeah,
1: that's super dope. Okay, Mm -hmm. so you have that going on. Now we have your newest nightlife Adventure, which is Uh fever. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Explain to me what that is.
2: Okay. First, I got to tell you, uh, because I have to let your listeners know real quick, cherry popping is something that's been going on
1: for eight years. Which is, you know what, Monica, when I was there last week, and when you told me that, I was like, it's been eight Eight years? years? You don't get a run like that. And in L.A., especially in L.A., they'll come and shoot your damn club up, and it's a wrap. (laughs) Yeah. The fact that when you go into cherry popping, there's no uh you don't even have an ill will. Like, you know, something you at the spot and you're checking out, okay, is there gonna be any 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 fight? You know, you right. you right. go there and everybody is super, super cool, super yeah. chill. You don't know who you bump into. And it's not even on no star power. No. Folks are just enjoying the music because it's so dope. You can you hear, you can go from hearing james brown to maybe aretha franklin then you may hear light then you go from light and then you may hear yg it's so yeah. all over the place but it all makes sense yeah
2: it's, it's we play all the good stuff right you know and that was one of the things is you know i wanted for the youngsters coming through i wanted them to get an education right mm-hmm. we, this is you're not getting ready to just hear top 40 here if you're looking for that Go to the club. Right, where, right, right. Where they're bottle popping and standing on couches <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and looking in their phones. Right, right. right. You know? And no. shouts out
4: to Tendaji and uh Him.
2: Oh, for sure. Tendaji is the one who helped cultivate the sound, you know, and he's L.A. native based. And moving into Cherry Popping, it's like, look, we've got to do something that's super cool that, that you know, the youngsters will appreciate and they'll get a history and the OGs can come through and, and feel like, well, damn, finally. Right, something for us, <laughs> something for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? And so that that's what cherry popping is. And We've been going for eight years. My partner is Carlos Los Litos, KG superstar, the voice of a KG. great time. KG! Yeah. KG superstar, you know, my whole thing, again, is I come from a, a real rich uh, Pedigree, I like that word. Smooth, oh.
0: yeah. And but you keep
2: that. And the MC is is everything. Is he he it, keeps you know? he
1: keeps the flow. He keeps it yeah. moving. And, the,
2: and the, the the love, the vibrant, the love in the air.
1: Right. Yeah. You know.
2: And um and I put the mic in KG's hand for the first time ever at a, at the Honey Collective when Prince was there one, one night. And I just knew it was something about him. He had a dope tone to his voice and a lot of energy. And and he was like, Mo, what you want me? And he was from New York. What you want me to do with this? And I was like, make these dance. Yeah, right, right. (laughs) And he got on the mic and he's been on the mic ever ever, since. And he's traveled the world.
1: (laughs) Right, right. Doing that. Yeah. So
2: it's Tendaji Lathan, KG Superstar, Tailwind Turner, uh, whose name is Dorian Missick. He's an Mm -hmm. actor. But Tailwind Turner... DJ B-Hen, I gave DJ B-Hen his first shot at Cherry Poppin' and, and now look at what, yeah. what's happening. Right, right. DJ Rel, you know, um, and we give a lot of DJs, you know, an opportunity and, and breaks. So I like to hear fresh, new, you know, young DJs. So Cherry Poppin' is, it's on and poppin'. And then We're Fever is something new. Fever, I wanted to create something that, in my mind, made me feel, although I wasn't old enough at this time to participate but just reading and and seeing the images of what uh, downtown New York City, Soho, the '80s, when Basquiat and Fab Five Freddy and Madonna and Blondie, you know, when the emergence like of, of hip hop was going downtown, you know, you had to be super cool to know, right, to right. go down there in that in that world, and so. Fever, that's the vibe I'm creating. And it's no hip-hop. It's all Soulful House mm-hmm. and uh, classic uh, soul disco.
1: Nice, nice. And
2: people dance, you know. And uh, and it's just a vibe. And it's at a place called Joseph's, 1775 Ivar. And uh, we do it twice a month. I do it, tomorrow- well... This is not yeah. Right. Okay. So okay. so what? So it's every other.
1: So it's every other Friday. Yeah, is the, that how it is? The
2: next one is going to be on the twentieth. Okay, got you. Of October,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm there, smoothie, because I'm man. Look, listen. No, that's three days before my birthday. Listen, I mean, okay. hey, hey. Monica hey. sent me like a a promo of you know like the flyer and just a, and the song that was. You know, I was like, oh, hey. that's <laughs> what we're doing. <laughs> I'm so there. (laughs) I love
3: you,
1: And a friend, I had a couple friends that went the first night. Uh, B. Slade was there, who was one of the most. He got
2: on the mic and just
1: Let's not even talk about, like, he's not even, I don't know what he is. He's a Martian. (laughs) He is so talented. It makes, it's scary how for talented real. that dude is. No, He's not, real. every time I see him, I'm like, I, I, you're like a unicorn. I don't know yes. who, I don't know what you are. <laughs> right, right. But right. I know that B. Slade was there. And I had a couple friends that that went and they said that it was super, super cool. A
3: cool vibe.
1: So I'm definitely going to be there. And Smoothie, yeah, our birthdays are coming up. We need to go Man, in there and yeah, shake Scrupy a tail o- feather Scrupy a little o- something, season. right? Yeah, we need to go do a little something. Let's do it. Um. So what else, Monica. What else is 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 besides the 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 things that you're creating on the nightlife and we have v bozeman I is there any other things that you that are in the works what what's your next what's the next thing for you
2: I don't know just really building artistry worldwide um maybe t v and film you know i don't I'm not that great at i don't really talk about my history who I am or like I don't really do interviews. You, you've asked me before. No, she doesn't.
1: Yeah. And when we were talking a couple weeks ago, and I was like, look, Monica, you have such a rich history. And a lot of these folks that are coming into your world, you know, in, into the scene that you're creating are having a great time. But they have no idea the reason that this is so cool is because of your background. And she's like, yeah, I know, but I really don't like to talk about myself. And I was like, man, people want to hear that. I know I, I, I know I do because I'm a fan of it, and I know that other people would appreciate it because they know why the things are so dope because everything that you've experienced yeah. prior to. Thank you. So I thought it was like, man, come talk about it. I think it's so cool. So that goes back to what you said. Like, I know you don't really like to talk about
2: it. Right, and I appreciate you reaching out not once but twice and sharing that, you know, with, with me because I just do what I – I'm one of those people I just – do what I do. My love is real. I'm authentic. I, you know, I, I love people and I've been in the light from a child, you know, from a youngster. So right. I'm not, you know, all impressed with that but I'm learning that branding, that I do have a story. I do have something to give. It's an inspiration, you know, uh, for not just artists. You know, maybe there's artists out there who have gone through the transition and, you know, from, feeling like a fish out of water not really doing their craft anymore and you know and what could life look like or just an inspiration to you know create the life you want to live in which is what prince encouraged me to do and and, and he's one of my he's my number one artist so um, to have been able to know him and call him a friend i'm still blown away that he's not here i was anymore. just
1: going to ask you how did that I, I, I affect I know they had to have just you know knowing I didn't even know that mm-hmm. the relationship with you and him was was what it was so I know how did that affect you when you heard all that were you just so shocked and blown away
2: yeah I was, it's just like time stood still right really
1: no that's how I was with um Michael Jackson as you know how I am Smooth D yeah. from the from mm. that's you know from the time I was never met him but I felt like we, yeah, he was my best sure. friend, yeah, and everyone that grew up with me, you know how I feel about Michael Jackson, and right. when he passed away, my phone was nonstop yeah, and I literally could not I couldn't get out of bed. I was numb yeah. like I no lights on blind shut. I just shut down. I could not believe yeah I couldn't believe it. And I didn't have a personal relationship it didn't with him, but you
2: felt because he impact, He was a part of your. Man, life. He's
1: tattooed on my arm. Right. That's how important Michael Jackson has been to me. So I can imagine right. with someone that you know of Prince's stature, but be able to touch yeah. him and talk to yeah. him. How that could have you know affected you know affected you. Man.
2: Very sad. I mean, still to this day, you know. I mean, he's all in my playlist. You know, he's still with me, but it's it's you know that. There's no words. There's no words, right? Mm-hmm. Right. There's no words at all. But um, but so now I'm doing a little bit more of this, right? Of sharing, sharing, and um, and and speaking. You know, uh, this is uh, speaking on this panel is huge for me. So this is the first time I've spoken on a
3: panel.
1: That's so cool, and I think from you doing that, you're going to see how just receptive people are to your story, and mm-hmm. you know, the knowledge that that will definitely add to you wanting to do more of that to help people
3: right?
1: because right. you've been their artist so you understand you know the trials and the tribulations and when stuff isn't working out how you gotta figure out and rebrand your situation and you know like you've done mm-hmm. Um, so Smooth D first of all this was super cool you know like you know yeah. I've been trying to get Monica <laughs> you know yeah. forever I'm glad that she finally came and took the time to hang out with the AM Caffeine show so dope. smooth, here's what we're gonna do in closing. Because Monica's here and we're talking about let, let's let's do some prints, dog. Let's do some prints. Okay. What's your favorite print? What what is the one Prince joint that for you, if you just had to name one? And I know that's I so difficult. Yeah, yeah, that's hard, dude. You can't give one. It's hard, dude. But like what's your favorite prints song? Do you have one? I think I have two. Really? <laughs> I mean, I love so many, yeah, but yeah, I, sometimes it snows in April My when buddy, I first heard baby, that.
2: you truly do.
1: Say
3: my
2: name. Here we
1: go. Come on, smooth. Come oh, on, no, smoke. We got that insatiable. Hey. Oh, don't do oh, no, oh, no. no. Don't do the bed. That's the bedroom <laughs> slow jam right there. So I'm gonna start touching on myself. Hey, don't hey, do not, that. Not hey, I, I, hey, Monica's here. Prince is right here. I might start touching a nipple or something. Oh Lord. Oh, and caffeine show. Well, this is a door. That's a door. Here you go. <laughs>
2: yeah, here we go. There
1: you go. Yeah. That's it right there. It I'm going
2: to see, y'all going to start touching on yourself. Hey. <laughs>
3: Hell
1: no. Yo, Sit to your radio right now. Right. <laughs> on, on, on your FM on dial. Your FM dial. <laughs> smoke, yo, Doc, can, Rod, can I say
2: something real quick? Absolutely. Just, it's a lot going on in the world. Yes. Indeed. And I really want to speak to our people. It's a lot going on. I know probably a lot of people are feeling uncertain uh, about just... Life in general, you know, feeling a little displaced. It's a lot of uh, evil that's trying to permeate and push through and come in. But I really want people to know that this is a war between love and hate. And this is a reminder I don't care if you're black, white, I don't care what ethnicity, what religion. It's a reminder to be more compassionate, to have more empathy. And to stand in love. When people talk about Black Lives Matter, I'm, I, 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 I love that moniker because some of our people really need to understand and know that that they do matter,
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: that they are worthy, and that they they are worth the life that they have. Right. You know, so I just want people to just love a little bit more. You know, you never know what somebody is going through in life, and... Um, I know that there's got to be some good in the middle of all of this hell. All the
1: chaos, yes. Absolutely. Yes.
2: And I love y'all. There it is. I love you too, Monica <laughs> Payne. Is. Monica
1: Payne, thank you so much thank for hanging with us. If you in the L.A. area, find out about Cherry Popping. It goes down Cherry every Wednesday. Wednesday. It's, the, it's definitely yeah. the place to be. All types Where... of different ethnicities, ages. The music is so, there's no color to it. It's just great. Every Wednesday night and then we have fever. Uh next one is on the twentieth and then it's gonna be every other uh-huh. Friday, right? Yeah, every all other right. Friday. So that's it, Joseph's one uh one seven seven four, I believe Ivar, is that it?
2: uh seventeen seventy five. Seventeen seventy five
1: Avenue. Don't you go to seventeen seventy four, I don't know. You may end up at the blue oyster. Next, uh, <laughs> fever, and
2: it's fever underscore LA on okay. the Ram, and then it's Cherry Poppin, P-O-P-P-I-N. I-N. Not no I N G Right Cherry I-N. Poppin' Wednesdays on the gram, and then I am Monica Payne on the gram.
1: And if you don't know Monica, you never Monica's flies a mug dog. Uh-huh. Let Thanks, me tell you, Dad. Monica stay fly. Smooth, you know how I feel thank about you some you Monica. I always say. AM Caffeine <laughs> Show, you guys enjoy the rest of your day, Monica Payne. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, Smoothie. Let's end with this Prince. You guys enjoy your day. Hey. We out.